What shall we look at today? This is Renee. Renee. Hi, Jen. Hey. Yeah, I've been looking at um, self-discipline combined uh-huh. with the practices we've been doing recently. Um, mm-hmm. With the last workshop on the blinders mm-hmm. and the reflective internal reflective listening. Mm-hmm. And I've just noticed... So looking at those practices in relation to self-discipline. Right, right. Because mm-hmm. I get told I don't have any related to uh-huh. really any Got topic. <laughs> related to, well, really any topic, which right. is a huge clue that that's, it's coming from conditioned mind, right? Conditioned mind tends to right. be the only thing that makes blanket statements like that. Well, you don't have any self-discipline in relation to anything. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, and really what I've, what dropped in this morning was, you know, if I'm not in awareness, then I'm in karma. And so, oh. mm-hmm. um, so you know, I can, I can spend a lot of time in karmic thinking related to whatever I want to do or change or, mm-hmm. you know, problem solve. But really, mm-hmm. it's just going to be in the karma, you know, that I'm doing that. And unless I'm in awareness, there's not any uh, ending suffering, or it wouldn't be ending yeah. suffering. Um, right. So to so, spend time in, let me just say if I'm with you, so to spend time in that conversation, whether it's, you know, planning or what am I going to do or whatever, realizing, having a realization that, well, that's all karma. And so to spend time in those conversations, yeah. whatever flavor they are, is going to be something that is within the karma. It's not freedom. It's not presence. It's not here. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and I mean, maybe that's like, it seems like maybe that's like the only conclusion within practice we could come to. Maybe. I don't even know if that could be a conclusion, but it just um, seems to be uh, truth um, mm-hmm. and experience my experience as well. Um, yes, yes. But it seems to be kind of the only conclusion, if you will, that we can come to. And not only is it a conclusion, but it's actually your experience. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So with the practices we've been doing, it seems like, and I don't, you know, this, I'm just checking this out really right now, is mm-hmm. it doesn't really require a lot of self-discipline to mm-hmm. uh, reflect internally when someone's talking or even reflect when I'm thinking or uh-huh. or to look at the blind. So what I've been doing is like if I, when I'm suffering or feel some sort of bad feeling or suffering, whatever you want to call it, I look to see, okay, what mm-hmm. blinder is here, you know, or a combination mm-hmm. of blinders. Mm-hmm. And... What I noticed about that with self-discipline was it doesn't feel like I need a lot of self-discipline to do those those practices. Uh, so, in other words, so yeah. there there you are. You're going to re- internally reflect or whichever practice you're practicing. You're told that you need a lot of self-discipline and, oh, by the way, you don't have it. But it sounds mm-hmm. like what you're seeing now is that when you have a suffering, you know, there's some level of suffering, you're looking to see, well, what, what blinder is at play here? And what it sounds like that's highlighting is, you know, I don't really think I need self-discipline in order to do these practices. It just feels like the experience of it isn't, like, the one that conditioning is defining as self-discipline. So, you know, 
discipline is sort of grin and bear it or something like mm-hmm. like if I have to exercise I just I'm just doing it because I have to do it and I'm forcing myself to do it it isn't whereas these practices don't feel like and that that could be condition that's probably conditioning definition of it uh, uh, yep. you know but it but it actually is just so practical in a sense like yeah, yeah. To get to drop me to to drop me into the moment and to go okay I'm you know reflective listening is once you drop into it you're just there doing it or when you're looking to see if I'm suffering is this like blame and authority going on together or is this negativity going with authority or you know so there's something there that I just see as a clue to not believing that definition, I guess, or something. Yeah, exactly. Because from what you described, you know, sort of conditioning is going to have a conversation about it. I mean, of course, it always does. That's the only way, that's the only tool it has is conversation in the mind. (laughs) It's the only way it can get our attention. So then kind of that like, oh, I got to exercise, I don't want to exercise, or that kind of thing, right, which is what gets defined as self-discipline, doing the thing Mm -hmm. that I really don't want to do, but I'm going to do it anyway, right? But but your experience, it sounds like, is when you're doing these practices that there's just doing it or not doing it. Kind of that whole conversation mm-hmm. is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, it's kind of the Nike thing. Just do it, right? And so, yeah. and it, it so reminds me, Renee, of what, um, I mean, both Sherry and Ashley have really, really been uh, reminding us of lately. And it was all throughout that workshop that you're um, referring to of what we, what we don't see is the assignment over and over is what happens when you bring awareness to these things? What happens when you bring awareness to these things? What happens when you bring awareness, you know, over and over and over? Right. And I feel like that's exactly what you're describing. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. The the awareness is all that matters. Exactly. Right? Because when you bring awareness to it, it's like, oh, right, reflective, reflective listening. And then you do it. And then there's a way in which sort of the quote self-discipline becomes irrelevant. Right. You're just doing it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like a, it's just flipping from the present moment to conditioning back and yeah. forth, back and forth. Yeah. And awareness is, you know, the the awareness is there and then there's really no need for the conversation. like... Exactly. Or the, I should say exactly. the, the conversation is what leads to suffering. Exactly. Exactly. So when the awareness is there, I project what you're pointing at is, well, that's, it's super clear. Well, that's where I want to be. That's where there isn't suffering. So when we're right. in awareness, we, when we see that we're in awareness, when we have that experience of being in awareness, we don't have to try to make ourselves get out of the conversation because it's really clear, well, I don't want to be in the conversation. <laughs> Yes, that's it. We don't have to make ourselves get out of it, or we're just in. And I and I have heard that message, and it's been extremely helpful. And to yeah. continuing to point people back to, it's only the awareness. There is no doing it right, or doing it well, or doing it often. Or yeah, what's happening right. when you're no not standard. doing it is all it's really about. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there, it's not a contest, you know, how often you're doing it, how much you're doing it, how well you're doing it. 
all of yeah. that is completely irrelevant. It's just the awareness piece. And it's so, it's so points out, doesn't it, why when it's not, when we suddenly wake up and realize, oh, I haven't, whatever, you know, I haven't been practicing reflection, then conditioning, of course, wants to come right in with the standard, as you were saying. But it's what yeah. you're pointing at is why it's so powerful just to look at, oh, oh, got it, thank you. It's not, that's not because it's not there's something wrong with me that I wasn't doing it. I just wasn't doing it. So now I'm realizing right. that. Now I'm right. back in awareness and I can do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the version for me would be you should do it more. You should do it more. <laughs> exactly. wasn't sure you just know. talking about that on one of the morning shows. There I am doing it. And immediately yep. it comes in with, well, yeah, but you should really do it more. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's always a judgment or, you know, it, and that's where it oh, brings about self-discipline. It's a judgment of, right. and regret is part of that precept. Or, you know, and so oh, that's um, right. regret is just related to telling me that I didn't do something I should have done. Oh, or I should do more. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's where the regret piece comes in, is that it, it tries to tell you, well, you should be doing it more, or you should have been doing it. And that's where mm-hmm. the regret is. But instead, yeah. there's just the, oh, got it, right now. Here I am now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like that, just pointing back to, let that bring me back to awareness. Exactly. Yep. With no conversation exactly. about it. Yep. No conversation. And what a training that is. Because, you know, what we often miss yeah. is how often we're brought back. And if every single time yeah. we, were, we came back, we were brought back, you know, that grace brings us back, reminds us, if every single time we use that as a training, as Sherry often points out, of this, oh, thank you, and to stay here, right? That's that, mm-hmm. that little tiny crucial moment, right? Do we yeah. stay here, you know, and practice that, keep, have that coming back as a training to stay here? Or does conditioning train me as the bouncing, oh, well, you should have, yeah, I should have been doing it more. Boy, I really wasn't doing it. Oh. Yep. Yeah, and so, and staying in that conversation then would be the next thing. Would be, well, how do I do more of it? Okay. You know, planning, you know, figuring out how I rearrange my life to do it more, you know, versus just do it right then. Exactly. Oh, that's so yeah. horrific. It's, I mean, if it weren't so tragic, it would be quite a comedy, wouldn't it? <laughs> it could yeah. go either okay. way if you made a play out of it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm brought back here, and then there's that, like, oh, okay, I'm back here. No, okay, now let me rearrange my, let's see how, rearrange my life so I can really get here more often. Yeah. Off I go. Yeah. But I'm going to add that as a third practice to the blinders and the reflective listening, I'm going to add whenever planning comes up or I haven't been doing it enough and I should do it more, I'm going to add that to coming back mm-hmm. here and practicing right then. Yeah. So thank you. That's good. Thanks, Renee. Penny? Penny. Oh, that was so helpful and just made me laugh. Um, I was in a group yesterday that has not been able to meet in person for quite a while. And uh, so we, we had the, the fun of meeting in person. And 
one of the questions that was asked about the time that has elapsed was what you know what was our experience of doing things that felt creative and the word doing that things that what was that last part? Oh, that, that felt, felt creative. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and what popped up instantly was or no, it was something like how 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 are the ways you've been creative or something like that and what mm-hmm. popped up inst- instantly was uh, non-existent. And, uh, and, I, and it was, you know, it was one of those times when conditioning just blows its cover because I just, I just had to laugh. I mean, it was, it was just so, so blanket and it so it was so clear. This is kind of what Nay was talking about. It was so clear that the point was to just shut down any further looking and just to feel bad. That's the only thing. And, With that uh, one word. Without that one word, word. it was just supposed to shut down everything. Any looking, blanket statement, nope, no more looking there. This is what's true, that's, non-existent. Yeah. Like you can, you can just, you can almost hear the gate shut down, right, come clanking down and say, yeah. that's it. Um, yeah. and, and so uh, there are two things that came, that, was, that came up that were helpful. One was um, that, that conditioning um, has definitions of what would be, what would be quote, creative. And so being creative would be like writing, writing a symphony or, you know, or writing a novel or something like that. And did you do that last year? Well, no. And um, so it's very, it's very limited. And, and the other thing was that um, the whole point was, again, to just shut down any, any opening to, well, gee, let's think about the last year and, gosh, what were the creative, fun things that happened? And so I was... I was grateful that, due to practice, I could hear. I, I mean, I literally laughed when that word popped up, and I got that it, it, was, it was a prompt to start looking at um, oh. all things that happened <laughs> that, that yeah. felt that way. And um, and the other thing that I just was getting though from the conversation you were just having is, and and it, it, you know, let's see how to say this. It's fun to just think about to remember, to recall, to call up the things that, you know, felt that way. And also what came up was, and who cares? You know? Yeah. I mean, this happened and this happened and we did this and we did that. And, and, and is it creative? Who cares? Who cares? I, I mean, exactly, right? Because, again, from what you started with, you know, conditioned mind has this limited definition of what that is. I mean, how is not living a life? creative. <laughs> I mean, right? I yeah. mean, every yeah. single one of us sort of got really creative in this last year, just living in a whole yeah. new way that none of us was at all used to, right? So I just yeah. love that. It is similar to the, in, on a process level, so similar to that first conversation, because what happened when that question was asked was you were, saw this whole condition thing pop up, and instead of going with the condition program, you saw that what you realized is, oh, this is an invitation to explore, yeah. to just see, well, what, what was in the last year? What was it? Without going to any of those definitions that conditioned mind would put on any of it. Yeah, it, it was just an occasion for appreciation. And, yeah. and it seemed to kind of broaden my own definition. Well, I say to broaden my own definition of what is creativity anyway? And then right. also... And then listening to your conversation with Renee, and then to drop the question. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so two things. So I expanded into, well, what is creativity anyway? And then all the way to just dropping the question. Kind of yeah. that place you were talking about. Who cares? 
Really? Oh. Who cares? Okay. And really, who who cares is conditioning and it cares only to say non-existent. <laughs> exactly. It, that's such a good point. Again, as Sherry always says, it doesn't care a whit. I mean, it doesn't, it's not like, well, I really want to help you be creative, Penny, right? No, <laughs> it's not at all about that, about creativity. It just no. wants to shut down and create suffering in any way that it can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not saying, oh, gosh, Penny, I'm so sorry you weren't able to be creative. <laughs> it doesn't care. <laughs> right, right. It doesn't care at all. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Jim. Thanks, Penny. Bye. This is Rebecca. Rebecca. Oh, Rebecca. Great. Um, so I, I love that. Just drop the question. And it, it is, that is just the movement that I've been practicing, uh, and it's the conversation. Uh, and the alternative, I, it, there's two, there are two images that, that came through recently. So I, I I uh, realized in so many ways my life has become like the end of the movie uh, Groundhog Day, where he mm. where, uh, where he goes like uh, uh, you know he'll he'll run by a certain time and save that little boy from falling out of the tree, and then he'll go help this person, and then he'll go do that, and then he'll and as I was going through my morning, I was like checking the pool to see the pond to see if there are any little critters that need to be saved. And then I'll go and skim the leaves out of it. And then I'll go and tend to something that needs to be done in the, you know, ha-ha. And, then, you know, and it's like just run, going through from thing to thing to thing each day. That is just, uh, feels like life un, life's schedule just unfolding. And what I'm bringing to the party is showing up. And, you know, and going and being kind of like, uh, this is just my role. This is just my role, to yeah. be here yeah. doing this. Yeah. And what I bring is the pleasure of, you know, there are a lot of bees that tend to kind of swim around in the water, you know, and if you catch them in time, you can put a little leaf under them and move them out before they drown. And just to be mm-hmm. there, the joy of being able to do that, you know, numerous times in any number of bodies of water around the property, you know, and it's just, I, I don't know, it's just been so uh, delightful and, yeah, like that. So it's, it's fun. You started out with saying that you were practicing that process of dro- just dropping the question and then going on to, it sounds like almost describing a physical experience of that. So just going around the in your days, feeling seeing that analogy of sort of the same as the end of the Groundhog Day movie where he sort of moved beyond the, oh, God, again, and this other day, and really got into the delight of like, okay, so the little boy's about to fall, so let me go, <laughs> go over and catch him, mm-hmm. and then I'll go change the tire for the gals, mm-hmm. and then I'll go, right? And so mm-hmm. really having that experience that this is the role that life has given you, and what you bring to it is that joy of being able to, you know, catch some of the leaves that, that, that come into the... Oh, there oh, you are. I, I'm here. Okay, good. I just lost the very last. I, I, I heard leaves, that, and then oh. I, I'm with you now. Just what, you know, what, what leaves can I get before they sink to the yeah. bottom? And kind mm-hmm. of just joyfully playing that role that life has put you in. Yeah, yeah. And it's so, and the, 
And I think, you know, there, there was another image that, that came through that was the, um, gosh, that blind, that what we don't see workshop has been so helpful because it's like now that, that we're recognizing the blinders, everything reflects. It, it, well, anyway, just that everything now, when we, when we have, bring those blinders into awareness, everything reflects us. And that is just so powerful yeah. to, uh, to, to see that, you know, it just feels like at least for this, you know, like it's, it's like ego just has sort of been outed in so many ways that it was. Yeah. Right. So, so when you look at those, when you bring those blinders into awareness, realizing that everything reflects us. Right. And we hear that in practice so much, but, but having had that workshop, really a direct experience that everything reflects us. Yeah. Yeah. And what this, what this keeps uh, occurring to me is, is this, there was this game show that I used to watch as a kid and um, when I was home from, sick from school or whatever called Let's Make a Deal. And, mm. um, and to me, conditioned mind is so that game show where people would stand up and they would be offered, okay, do you want door number one or door number two? And then they would have to choose, you know, and then they, then they well, now, or maybe you want now, you know, you have it, now you're on door number three, you know, and, and it would be just one series after another of this conversation. It's like uh, the host of that show was like the ego, the conversation, pointing out in a limiting way what you have and you can choose and you have to choose. Well, that's the whole point of the game. You you have to choose. And you're either Uh going to get like a new dining room set or, um, you know, a cage of monkeys, you know, and it'll be in the, but there's Uh definitely a bad choice. So it's like just seeing how the conversation sets up the uh, duality and the, Um, you know, the fear and all of that kind of yeah. stuff. And it yeah. all happens in the conversation. And that's why I think I re- so resonate with that. It's like, who cares? Or just drop it. You, be, you know, basically in a way with that metaphor, just get out of the studio. Don't even go. Exactly. Because <laughs> you, know? you win. As soon as you've done yeah. that, you win. Because the exactly. thing is so, it's such a great thing with what you're saying. So, there we are in the, the game show of ego, right? And it's that, that suspense of, oh, am I going to get the good thing or am I going to get the bad thing? Because as you say, there is a bad thing. And, and ours is rigged, right? There's no good yep. thing. But we stay in the game because there's the promise of it. Yep. But what you're, what you're articulating is the bad thing is the game. <laughs> That's the bad thing. So all we have to yep. do is leave the studio. Yeah, I love that word. It's rigged. It's all. I mean, for all I know, I mean, I'm sure the game show is rigged too. You know, because it's all staged and everything. But and so it's that is the whole point. It's all rigged for us to lose. And the only way out is that who cares? That drop the conversation. That going just from thing to thing with as much joy and presence, or or, you know, yeah, being happy, whatever that might look like in that moment. 
Yeah, because from what you started with, Rebecca, in terms of the like, oh, leave on the pond, and that there's sort of that, almost like the Zen pool, like, or the guy in hell with his wheelbarrow, right? Because I just yeah. pictured you in the game show, and it's like, I got the monkeys! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted three monkeys. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or turning to Monty Hall and saying, no, you choose for me. What do you want for me? You know, and you... <laughs> You know, it's basically, it's just not believing it, you know, not yeah. believing it. Oh, so and doing, I, yeah, yeah. It's that, it is that gentle. Because, you know, it's quite hot here now, you know, and so there it's could be hot. another, yeah. there could be a conversation on top of, oh, now i got to go walk over here and take care of the plants, and now i got to make sure they're, but, but boy, what a, what a, Joy thief, you know, killjoy. That 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 whole um, orientation would be when the other is, you know, possible. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good point. So, I mean, endless um, places that conditioning can capitalize on. Oh, it's hot. Now I have to go over and look at the plant. And now, I, but again, instead, you're completely beating it at its own game. It sounds like I really. being joyful in the getting to take care and actually enjoying that, which doesn't preclude feeling hot. That's fine. Exactly. But it doesn't have to steal the joy, as you say. Thank you. Thanks, Rebecca. This is Anne. Ann. Hey, Jen. Hey, everyone. I, I am just so enjoying um, all, of, all of it. I'm enjoying practice. I'm, I love that. I'm, I'm loving this conversation, and I just love the, um, the calls this week. Um, mm. mm-hmm. And, um, well, I mean, there's just, I'm, my brain just kind of stopped because there's just so much. Oh, there's so um, much. So I, lo- I, <laughs> I know, you know, I know the just, feeling. Yeah. So much. <laughs> so much. I feel like, you know that saying of, um, you know, you're walking through the mist, and 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 even though it's not raining, it, your coat gets wet. Yeah. You know, it, it penetrates. Yeah. I just feel like that's what's yeah. happening. That teaching is penetrating, uh-huh. and I'm just so grateful. Yeah, yeah, I know. Just more and more and more, right? This conversation yes. this morning, the shows yes. all week, and then and then it's it's like as soon as we start naming them, there's just well, there's more and more and more and more and we're getting wetter and wetter and wetter and wetter. And it's not raining. It's just that mist that surrounds us that's everywhere all the time. And so grateful for it. Yeah, and that in that last conversation I I remembered something I haven't thought of for years. I, I don't know if you know who Anna Quinlan is, but she was this great writer for or she still is. I mean she wasn't she's still alive, but she was a writer for the a writer, I think for the, she had a column in the New York Times. I don't remember. But um, mm-hmm. she, she, she quit or she resigned or something. And her dad said to her, if you win the rat race, you're still a rat. And so that, that's what I thought of with Monty Hall and, you know, what it, whatever that, I can't remember the name of the game show. But, right, if you win, you're still caught in the system. Gosh. And that's so huge to see because we are so talked into trying to win that rat race. <laughs> Not really. Yes. Oh, really puts me, I'm a rat. You know, yes. trying to, I yes. might win, quote, win one moment, but I'm still within the system, which is the big move. Uh, Jen, you, are you, you, sound, you started sounding a little um, 
muddled. Are you still there? I, I can hear you perfectly. Yeah. Okay. I'm afraid. Okay. Yeah, given that you said yeah, that, I, I can hear Rebecca. You. I, I okay. can hear you. Right. Just, there's just a little. Um, well, yeah, because like when when the first caller was talking about, um, you need more self-discipline, or another caller saying, oh. You need to be more creative or whatever, you know, and, 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 and we, we forget that, oh, all we need, all, in quotes, you know, the, the big all we need to do is bring awareness to that. Go, huh, okay. So there's a voice in my head saying that, that to be in that place of observation, of awareness, rather than becoming, <sighs> becoming the rat who's going to try to win the rat race, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. Becoming the rat who, okay, now I've got to make sure that I'm creative and I've got to yeah. be self-disciplined and I've got to, but as you say, no, 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 not at all, right? Because then I'm just going to be that rat trying to win the rat race, but instead to just bring awareness to it, to realize, oh, there's a voice in your head that's saying X, Y, Z, got it. Yeah, that, I mean, I said this Thursday night, but that thing that Ashwini said earlier in the week that I just thought was so perfect, that you don't have to be successful, you don't have to resolve it. Yeah. You, all, all, you, all we're doing, like you were saying, is bringing awareness to it, is watching it. And, yeah. and, and then, um, then I watched that thing Sherry said, the whole thing about the guy watching the Russians, you know, talking, I don't know if you heard oh, that one. Where, where, yeah, and he's he yeah, listening to these people like, talking Russian, and it's like, oh my, and then yeah. when Sherry said, ego's language is judgment. I just went, oh, oh my God, that really was so perfect. Right. Now, why are these people speaking Russian? I don't understand why they're speaking <laughs> Russian. Well, because they're or, Russian. <laughs> but but or even, even more to the point, why am I speaking judgment? What's wrong with me yeah, that I'm speaking judgment, judgment, which yeah. I just thought was so brilliant. So, so can I watch ego, ego karmic uh -huh. conditioning, self-hate, speak judgment in my head and just watch uh -huh. that, not take it personally, not right. think that there's anything wrong, I mean, I mean, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So you're really getting it that you could practice doing that. You could just watch egocentric karmic conditioning self-hate, speak the language it speaks, the, the language of judgment, and you could completely not take it personally. Just watch it happen. Just not do anything about it, not take it personally, not think it has anything to do with you. Wow. Is the equivalent of, you know, oh, what's wrong with me that I don't have any self-discipline? Oh, my God, yeah, you're right, I'm not that creative. Or, oh, my God, I'm so judgmental. What, what, you know, it's just like we, we have, we as humans can assume that, I don't know how you would describe it, that counter to the self-hating voice. You know, we can become yeah. a person who is responding to that. Or we can, right. well, it's like if I, if, I, if I engage in that rat race, quote-unquote, I've, I've become the rat, right? But I can just watch it and realize it has nothing to do with me. I just, of course, that just is in quotes, right? Because it takes a lifetime of practice to even begin right. to grasp it. Right. Well, and kind of back to, you know, Rebecca's Groundhog Day image, can we, you know, can we have that joyful approach of, as you say, we're going to get pulled back into the rat race. It's a lifelong practice. We will. But every yeah. time we notice that, can we just stand back, step back out of the rat race, see, as you say, oh, okay, that's what ego's up to, got it, just each time, yes. every single time it happens. Yes. It's like the practice we're doing this week, which I'm just loving it, of um, counting the mm -hmm. breath. And so mm -hmm. when, I, when I realize I can count the breath, 
rather than go to, oh, my God, I haven't been counting the breath. What's wrong with me? Why didn't I remember? Just go, oh, goody, I remembered that I could count the breath. Let's do it. And that is so brilliant because it's so simple, right? Yeah. And so, oh, my gosh, I wasn't counting one. You have to finish the sentence. Just literally just come back to the counter. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, Jen. It's just, I just, I'm, and the other thing I loved, um, somebody on the call, because I, I totally feel like this, somebody on the call said, I feel like I'm just starting practice. And, um, mm-hmm. and Terry said, well, if you, if you don't feel like that, you're not really practicing. <laughs> you know? yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and it, that's what it feels like. It, and what a delightful yeah. place to be of, oh, my gosh, that, I had never seen it that way before. Or, wow, that's a new perspective on this thing. And now I feel like I'm seeing it for the first time. I mean, what an amazing gift. Oh, it is an amazing gift. It truly, truly is an amazing gift. Yeah. To, to really be in that place of feeling like I'm just starting. I'm just beginning yeah. because, yeah. you know, we really always are, as <laughs> we've established. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, I could just go on and on and on. I just, I'm just, we're so lucky to be able to have, I'm just learning so much in all those calls and, you know, in any call from Sangha. I just feel so appreciative of being a member of this Sangha because it's just such a fantastic experience. It really is just walking in that mist, walking in that mist. <laughs> and everyone is emitting that mist, right? So we're all, we're making it oh, wetter and oh, wetter and wetter and wetter. Oh, I hadn't even seen it that way. Everybody is the mist that we're absorbing. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. That we're yeah. all, you know, misting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. It's a good that's image for us right now, and I will tell you it's, it's very oh, nice. it so hot? <laughs> we need all the mess we can get. Oh, I know. Amen, <laughs> sister. Oh, well, thank you so much. Thank you to everybody. Um, deep gut show. Go happy. Thanks, Anne. Go happy. Anna? Anna. I was just enjoying that as a cooling guided imagery. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mess. Bring on the mess. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really enjoying practicing internally reflecting on this call and what I love about it is there's no wiggle room like you're either doing Uh it or you're not yes yeah it's kind of like the counting yeah that's the brilliance of those practices so with that internal reflection and doing it on this call you're either doing it or you're not it's really concrete Yes. What was that? You're either doing it or not, and then I didn't hear that. It's very concrete. It's 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 one of those places, you know, very concrete, right? We we always talk about that, right? When you're doing a practice, it's so handy to have it something that's very, um, you know, we might say measurable, because it takes us out of the conversation of, well, am I I doing it right? Am I doing it well? No, I'm just, I'm either doing it or I'm not, period. Right. Yeah, period. And... And it's so wonderful because when I notice attention on something other than internally reflecting, it really highlights what's ego, right? So it's like, so listening, internally reflecting, and then there's this sense of, I just need to go off and have something for me, like an opinion 
or some preparing (laughs) or some, you know, it's some some sort of perspective on what's happening. Mm. And it's just Mm. that sense of just going off here to have something for me. (laughs) It's like, it's so so clear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So having that mirror of reflection, it makes it so clear when there's that stray from it, right? So Mm. internally reflecting, and then there's just, you notice that sense of, well, let me just go off just for a second here, just to have something for me, whether it's uh, an opinion about what's going on or uh, just a, a little something. You know, I'll be right back, but I just I just yeah. need this little something. And it, so it's so highlighted that that's ego, you know, those ego processes that happen. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Some sort of thought about it. So as I was internally mm-hmm. reflecting and listening along, I noticed the thought. Mm-hmm. So it was like that internally reflecting and also noticing the thought keep appearing of, what I love about it is there's just no wiggle room when you're internally <laughs> reflecting. <laughs> so that becomes... About, yeah. And, and yeah. The, the, so the way that then, so it, in that experience of what seems to be expanded awareness, what you, what the um, like there's an experiential clue, which is that I've lost that sense of being, right? So I'm internally reflecting, and there's, there's nothing else but that, and there's just this sense of am <laughs> of being. And then, you know, attention's on that. Well, what I love about internally reflecting is there's just no wiggle room. That's so about. I'm no longer experiencing that feeling of being. And so that sounds like that's becoming a clue for you, that when there is just the reflecting, right, and that expanded awareness, there's a sense of being. And then when those kind of slippery thoughts come in of, oh, you know what I love about the internal reflection is, and kind of going off with that, there isn't that same sense of being. There's a thought about and not that same sense yeah. of being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the world of is, the world of am, <laughs> like of, of the world of thought and mind, the world of experience of just being that I, you know, am. Yeah. Um, and it's like, and then that becomes the thing I can turn attention back to you know, like just just back to that experience of 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 being. Uh huh. And so then you can, when you realize what's going on, then you can turn the attention back to the experience of being. Yeah. To to kind of refine it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To refine it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been so powerful to practice with it in our heat retreat <laughs> um, ah. where all of the um, so there's like uh, let's see you know I, I saw this ego maintenance thing where directing the attention in that world of ego maintenance is like a a performance standard, a survival thing. 
So, mm. you know, it, you know, where it transposes all of the things of an egocentrically, karmically conditioned world onto spiritual practice. So to survive in this realm, what mm-hmm. you need to be able to do is direct the attention. <laughs> that's the standard, that's the metric, that's the criterion of survival. And, uh-huh. you know, in, in that story, you know, if you're tired and hot, then you can't direct the attention well. You're not going to survive because you can't do what's required to survive. So fear and hating the circumstances and fear and blame and, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, to, to see that and see through it has been so powerful and completely transformative and a lot of the experience of our heat retreat has been bliss um Mm. just over and over again back to the breath that just moment Uh by moment back to that just being um Uh so it sounds like seeing a process of survival of kind of where um ego processes get turned into, quote, spiritual things. Like, okay, well, you know, in this situation, in order to survive, in order to be okay, you need to really be able to direct attention. And then, but then seeing that, and sounded like it gave you the opportunity to not be in that, and instead to just be here and have the attention here instead of on an ego process of survival. And what that does is that a lot of, this heat retreat has been an experience of bliss. Yeah. Yes. And what I heard when I was listening to that being reflected is it's that just one more bit of that uh, uh, outward attention moving inward. So, you know, in that world of like the egocentric world, projected onto spiritual practice it's all external right so to meet this performance standard you have to be able to direct the attention well otherwise you're not going to survive and blah 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 blah. and it's all outward 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 um and it's like this experience of of seeing through that and and then attention moving more and more inward to this experience of it's for me and there is no one else so can I choose this now? Can I do it now? This is, it's, it's, only, it's, only, uh, it's only for me. And, um, and that's bliss, you know, it's like... Yes, yeah. yeah. So ultimately, really, what it comes down to is all the first part of it, kind of that ego process that you were noticing, it's all an outward process, right? Mm-hmm. External, outward, focus outward, right? And then the other process is really one of turning the attention inward and that that's the experience of bliss is really the attention turned inward is what actually feels like bliss. Yeah. Yeah, and inward not to the inside of the head and those thoughts are backwards inward. Well, what I love about (laughs) when the attention... Which is back external again. That's subtle. Exactly. Back to about and and instead just... Back to being, 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 yeah. and um, yeah, because the other thing you said was it's there are no others, and that it's all yeah. for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, 
Yeah, and I just noticed the pull away from it this morning to it starts doing this, uh, the mind starts doing this processing of something that hasn't happened yet. So it starts saying things like, well, on Sunday morning I really started struggling and ha, 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 and I really lost that inward focus. And it's like, it's it's that about process. Yeah. Talking about something yeah. that hasn't happened yet to make it real. It hasn't even happened. <laughs> to make it exactly. real. Yeah. Preemptive for that. Yeah, that's that's a trick right there. So it starts a conversation <laughs> about talking about something that hasn't happened yet in the past, reporting on how it happened. <laughs> to, yeah. As you say, in order to make it real. Right. Talk about um, what universe are we creating? There it is. Right. Yeah, exactly. You saw the creation of it. Exactly. The creation of it and that, oh, no, I I might not survive here because on Sunday morning I really start struggling, so I have to tell you about that today. And it's like, well, yeah, you just have to to laugh and back to one. Truly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's where simplicity is the joyous and practical guide. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Truly. Yes. So... Oh, just mm. so grateful. Thank you. Thanks, Anna. Margaret? Margaret. Hi, Jen and Sangha. Um, gosh, just loving this conversation so much. Um, and what <laughs> what I've been looking at um, just yesterday mainly was just the um, the surprise and joy um, available in just coming to consciousness without mm. any volitional awareness of it, uh-huh. <laughs> but just to do the breath when I noticed that I was starting to do, after, you know, reading the assignment um, Friday, mm. it just started mm-hmm. happening that I would mm. notice... Oh, I'm, I can count. Let's count. And they would just start and mm. just start counting the breath. And there was just this amazing expanded feeling of, I don't know, consciousness with all, um, non-separation, really, just mm. like I'm breathing in with everybody. And they're breathing, you know, mm. like, I don't know, mm. just this amazing mm. connection. And it just it sounds like I, that line uh, in the in the days of recollection, Margaret. The um, as the awareness flips, how does that go? <laughs> um, um, as the awareness of pure, pure undisturbed consciousness flips into all consciousness, all consciousness. Yeah, yeah, it does. So there you are, just going along. So you read the assignment, and then just starting to have the experience. Uh, you said the. Um, did you say excitement and joy of just being brought back? You know, not you're not doing it. It sounds like it's just that experience of it just keeps occurring to you. Oh, I could felt just be here, and the joy of that. Yes, and really connection somehow to I don't know um, all <laughs> because of the breathing connection, and it's mm. sort of like doing. Um, just in the same way when we're meditating together, like mm. this morning, just mm-hmm. feeling that connection with Sangha and yeah. with, I mean, but for the breathing, 
you know, it's just, I'm just washing my hands and I realize, and I'm looking at them while I'm doing it and then I'm starting to count the breath. <laughs> and there's just the joy of it. I, it, it does feel like, um, you know, and there's all these sort of sneaky things trying to um, get in there too from, you know, things like, um, oh, what if, you know, this, gosh, you'd been doing this since you started practice. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous um, in a way, but yeah. not, not ridiculous because we know that's so course, predictable. But, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and so just letting that, I just, I just felt like it was so precious, that awareness, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not putting any kind of rules on it or, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, or other than just yeah. realizing that's, because I think what, what I also saw is that during, during this, I don't know, many months of practice, I don't know how many, if that includes, probably years, but of doing the daily um, year-long retreats, that mm. there's just more, um, gosh, I lost, lost the track of where I was going with it. Um, so in the years of doing the year-long retreat, seeing that there's more... There's more practice for me mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. more, I guess, more present. And, oh, I yeah. guess it's, mm-hmm. it's, I've noticed a lot about breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in, mm-hmm. in doing the walking meditation... I just connected with it so, and and had the same pure joy experience of the whole rhythm of breathing and walking and paying attention and um, because you have to when you're walking <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. I love that about it and but um, and then noticing in meditating the desire to, like, oh, if I could only do this right with my body and pay attention to the breath breath in a way that I would get into, you know, whatever, then then I could be happy. I mean, I could actually count to 10 over and over again and not, you know, go off with conditioning. And um, things like that coming in. And this just sort of feels like it's changing it's shifting my awareness of all of that. Uh-huh. Just this purchase, with the breath this assignment. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That it's really shifting so there can be conversations like, gosh, if only I could be with the body and really count to one to ten and not have to get into the condition conversation, right? We can appreciate the irony as we've all been talking about all morning. Right, there I am in conversation with conditioned yeah. mind about how to not be in conversation with conditioned mind. But somehow this practice, right, this week is really assisting you with the, well, and you said, as you said, for all of the year-long retreats, really having more practice happening, right? And you're describing it kind of on a moment-by-moment basis, right? You're washing your hands and you're, you know, seeing your hands as you're doing that. And then there's the breathing. And then you're coming back to the, the breath and to the counting. And you also mentioned that that really brings you to a, feeling of connection, you know, with Sangha, mm-hmm. with all of 
you know, with consciousness, with being here, with all of it. Yes, it really does. And <clears throat> this amazing other thing happened yesterday where um, my husband was reading me something um, that was describing um, a breathing um, a breathing technique that's different, of course, but it it's being used to heal people who have had COVID and have are mm. in what's you know the sort of long term track with it where they've not gotten over it uh-huh. and having right. these amazing yeah and there there's somebody somebody tuned in with um, trying breathing and of course they're measuring uh-huh. CO2 levels and oxygen levels and things like that as well but it's really helping these people. Mm. Mm. And I just go to this place of, oh, just being in those moments of being aware um, for them. And, yeah, I don't know. I just, there's something about breathing. (laughs) It's just life. (laughs) It's so... uh I mean, I I just totally... yeah. Well, I just totally understand that this, you know, the way they've studied like the Dalai Lama and other and monks and how what what all that is helps your what it does in your body and and all mm-hmm. and just experiencing that for myself. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Really, right. Right. Uh-huh. That healing that the breath offers and and, you know, in this tradition, we often talk about, I mean, the breath is it's here, right? It's in the present moment. The body is here in the present moment. <clears throat> Excuse me. And ultimately, that's what we're practicing, is simply being here. And as people have been pointing out all morning long, not getting pulled into adding, you know, talking about that or thinking about that or trying to make that happen or being a better person so that I can be here more or (laughs) anything like that. (laughs) But just the simplicity, and it's what you're describing too, the simplicity of just coming back to the breath, which is here in the present moment, and that's where we want to be. So using that powerful tool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just, it feels like awareness. It's just breathing and awareness and yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yep. so grateful for this practice mm. and sangha and yeah. everything. <laughs> Indeed. Thank you, Jen. Thanks, Margaret. This is Michael. Michael. I'm I'm just delighting in all of this conversation this morning. This is great, and. Uh, practicing again that internal reflecting and it's fun because there's no one around where I am and so what I was doing is moving my mouth silently to reflect and it it brings even more (laughs) attention to the process of being here. What What a fun thing. So no one's in your environment, so you have the luxury of being able to do that to actually move your mouth with the reflection, which brings a whole other level of really being here. Kind of gets around what Anna was talking about, right? That sort of, let me just go off for one second here. Much harder to do if your lips are involved <laughs> actually forming the words. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly so. Exactly so. Because, like, when I'm listening to uh, 
a recording of the morning show, say, and then I uh, lose track of attention, and then I go back 30 seconds or a minute to catch up. And I'm curious, you know, if I was doing the the lips <laughs> with it, um, oh, yeah. would that be there as much? And uh, to me, it just it just reflects the the beauty of sangha and practicing together and our um, shared love of plagiarism of <laughs> practice techniques and tips. Did you, my phone blips out for one second, Michael. Did you say plagiarism of tech, yes. uh, practice techniques? Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so freely steal what works, right? Yes, yes. And it's this great um, paradox, right, that we each do it for ourselves, and yet each of us uh, each of us does it for ourselves, and yet we're all doing it together. Um, or I think we used to talk about on retreat um, being alone together or something like that. Yeah, I mean, which is a brilliant core definition of the privileged environment, right? It's that realization that we really must each work out our own salvation diligently. And so we need that privileged environment. We have to have each other. Yeah, yeah, you blipped out just for a second there. So we need the privileged yeah. environment, and, um, and yet we do it all together. Um, and it reminds me of, um, I, I heard once about the privileged environment that, you know, it's not, it's not, ex, it's not imposed externally. I mean, it, it, it's yeah. presented to me and yet I need to choose it and uphold it, um, for myself and for everyone else. Exactly. It's not a moral system, right? It's a, this right. is what's being offered. Is that what you want? Right, because and it won't work unless we're we're actually choosing, right? Because as you say, it's it's an external thing, but it's also an, it's very much an internal thing. Yeah, it's like an internal thing that's presented to me, and I have the opportunity to learn it and understand it and embody it in deeper and deeper levels as I practice. Right, that's right. Right, yep deeper and deeper levels that mist that we were talking about get wetter and wetter <laughs> more and more yeah 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 so it's a great uh, privilege and i'm uh, grateful for uh, everyone so thank you jen mm, me too thank you michael and thank you everyone <laughs>